This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Horse Tracks, a feature of Mile High Broncos podcast. Part of the Fans First Sports Network. Here's what's happening in Broncos country. Broncos country, let's not cry just yet because there is still plenty of positives that we can take away from this game against the Raiders. My name is Ross and you're here with Horse Tracks for um, High Broncos uh, podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network. It is a beautiful Tuesday. Um, it's September 12th and we are a little bit more than a day removed from the Broncos opening loss against the Las Vegas Raiders once again. Now I think the only thing that I hate more than losing to the Raiders is having to go and deal with Raider fans in real life because they are one of the most insufferable groups of people out there. So of course eh, is what it is. I guess we've kind of used to it, right? It's been seven years, but let, let's let's walk ourselves off the cliff. Now, you guys might know me from last season when I, when I first took the reins on this thing that I like to be on the bright side of things. I like to look at the positives, all right? Especially when last year there really was not much. We were looking at the positives, guys. So once again, that's what we're going to do. Now, it's not the easiest thing. We're going to look at the positives, say, because there is still a lot, a lot to build off of. Let's remember how bad the Broncos were last year, how much the Broncos roster is really lacking legitimate talent in most positions. Think about where we were. Think about where we are right now. And just remind, Rome was not built in a day, ladies and gentlemen. This team, I mean, we we got a rude awakening on Sunday. It's going to take some time for this thing to be rebuilt. It's going to take some time for everyone to get on the same page. It's going to take some time for the offensive line to get clicking, for the defense to get clicking, for Sean Payne to really have control of the team. Those things take time. And the best teams 
do not peak in the first week of the season. They don't peak in the first half of the season. The best teams peak in the last few games of the season. So the Broncos still have plenty of time to get things figured out. Well, kind of, because you're going to have the Dolphins. You're going to have the Chiefs. You're going to have the Jets very soon. So we're going to see how that goes. But the Broncos... A winnable game next week against the Commanders. So let's take a look at what happened in this game and see the great stuff that they can build off of. My name is Ross, and this is the bright side of things. So let's let's talk about the first thing. I'm gonna give you a in this scenario, you know, in this podcast, I'm gonna give you guys some butt statements, and we're gonna work off the butt. So the first butt I'm gonna give you is the offense still only put up 16 points, but Russell Wilson looked a lot better in this one and way closer to his prime. He led a scoring drive on, or what could have been a scoring drive, on four out of six offensive drives. They only punted twice in this game, and they only had one three and out. He finished the first half a um, completing 17 of his 19 pass attempts, and that includes those two incompletions include a spike and one ball that went over the head on a check down to the running back. Um, he passed for 125 yards. He had two touchdowns, no interceptions. He was clean. He was also had a, he also had a passer rating of 129.2. His mobility was good. Rolling to the right worked really well for this team. Um, his arm strength looked to be all the way back. Remember, he had um, um, an injury. An oblique injury last year that hampered his, his throwing ability. He also had a lower body injury as well. I believe it was a hamstring. So those two factors really affect a quarterback's um, ball uh, power um, abilities. You know, so the way he was able to zip passes on this one on the run, making tight throws to the end zone, it looked good. And let's talk about Russell Wilson under pressure. So when uh, we'll, we'll get to this other part of the team in a second, but when Russell Wilson was kept clean, he was 22 for 28 on passes. That's a 78.6% clip and 135 yards. Now under pressure, he was under pressure on six pass attempts. On those six pass attempts, he completed five passes. Um, so that's the 83.3 completion percentage for 42 yards and two touchdowns. You cannot argue against the fact that Russell Wilson looked better with Sean Payton. Um, and this is just the first game between the two. Just saying. Think about how much better this team, how Russell Wilson, how the Sean Payton-led offense and defense can look when they get some more experience underneath their belt. Another thing we want to talk about is, I mean, dude, the duo of Javante Williams and Samadji Perrine looks like it can be great not elite but great though so combined rushing they had 93 yards on 21 carries that's 4.4 yards per carry and javante williams had 52 yards on 13 carries so obviously williams was more the 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 rushing back um and then perrine actually was pretty good in the past game um so williams finished with four yards per carry um and samaj in the receiving realm he had four receptions for 37 yards that's 9.3 yards per catch and also on that last one he could have had another what 10 15 yards if he stayed in bounds man man come on this running back duo could be really really good if the least serviceable and McLaughlin really didn't have a chance to get into this game as well. So they just had those two guys. They had almost 100 yards rushing, and they um, had a pretty good chunk of receiving yards as well. That's good stuff. 
Um, and then the offensive line, like I was kind of hinting at earlier, they looked better than last year. Now, I know that's not necessarily saying too much, but this offensive line did look improved. Now, McGlinchey did give up, to sack, give up a sack to, to, um, to Max, and, you know, it wasn't great, but that's, that's a freaking, Max Crosby is a freaking good player, all right? Um, so, that's a rough first game to have as a uh, right tackle with the new team. That's tough, and McGlitchie didn't do it that bad. Also, he missed all of preseason. These were his first real snaps were against one of the better pass rushers in the league. Let's put it that way. Put that in, in, in your mind as a frame of reference. That's not too bad. Um, and then um, the goal is to have a film review on Mike McClinchy's game against Max Crosby a little bit later this week. So stay tuned for that one, you guys. And the Broncos were successful in the run game, even against a stacked box. The Raiders really like to, to bring the pressure, to fill the box, to put a, body, put a lot of bodies within the tackles. The offensive line was still able to get the protection down. Not only were they blocking the right guys they're making the right double teams they're coming up to the right backer they're picking the right guy to blocking the right guy to ignore that's good stuff that normally takes a, a lot of time with the o-line so they looked good and last but not least the last uh, reason i have for you to not be worried about this offense is they had the second best offense in the league at moving the football who would have thought look at this so the broncos um, had 85% of the time on their drives, they had a touchdown or a first down. On 8% of their drives, they had a field goal. Um, and then on 8% of their drives, they had a turnover. So, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good, you guys. 85% of the drives had a touchdown or first down. That's ahead of the Chargers, who are at 83%. That's ahead of the Dolphins, who are at 83%. That's ahead of the Rams, who are at 82%. That's ahead of the Dallas Cowboys, that were at 75%. Who had a blowout? Another blowout team. That's better than the Niners with a 75%. That's better than the Lions with a 70%. That's good stuff. Now, the only issue is that the team that was the only team that was better than the Broncos... In this statistic, we're the Oakland Raiders at 87% with the touchdown of first drive on the offensive drive. But uh, we'll uh, we'll get to that one. So look at this. The Broncos offense, it's good. Let's not be too worried. All right. Give it time. This thing is going to take a little bit of time to develop. Let's be patient and let's see what happens next week. All right. All right. Good. Now, the next statement I have is the defense gave up 200 passing yards and two touchdowns, but Pat Sertan is still that guy. So <laughs> what he did to Devonte Adams last night or on Sunday night, excuse me, was impressive to say the least. So Devonta Adams, he did finish the game with six receptions for 66 yards. But if you're looking at that matchup between him and Sertan, Sertan absolutely blew him out of the water. Um, when Sertan was in coverage of Adams, five um, targets to Adams. He only had two catches with for 11 yards. And Pat Sertan finished with three passes defended. Two catches for 11 yards all game long. Pat Sertan is by far the best cornerback in the league, and there is no argument to that. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Also, let's give a shout out to, I know we had some issues with Damari Mathis getting cooked, but let's give a shout out to Asang Bassi. He put the smackdown on Hunter Renfro yesterday. What was it? I, I, I almost forgot. Like, what I, I saw um, a lot of these things were like... Um, People were talking about this matchup. We were like, man, I didn't even hear, um, didn't even hear, excuse me, Hunter Renfro's name be called. You almost thought he could be injured. He did nothing um, for the Raiders this game. Let, let, let's see what he did. Um, you can look at the receiving stats all you want on ESPN or whatever. <laughs> Feel bad if you started him um, in fantasy this week because he had a big old zero receptions. For zero yards he did nothing this game so give credit where credit is due saying he had himself a fantastic game erased Renfro from the stat sheet um, next statement is that Denver couldn't get off the field but too bad unnecessary roughness penalties really gave this game away you remember on the first drive you had um, them called um, on the hit against Jimmy Garoppolo on the third and seven that extended the, the, the eventual touchdown drive. But I, I say hit in quotes because upon further review, he was not touched at all. And then the other one was that uh, one late in the game, Cream Jackson, that effectively ended the game. Um, that's a tough one. It's not really a whole lot Cream Jackson could do on that hit. What? Uh, I That one made me sick, man. That one kind of ticked me off too but look at that without those penalties and without there's another handful of penalties too you know pi um some other stuff that extended drives and without those the broncos defense looks so 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 much better than it did against against the raiders so if they're able to clean up these penalties that this defense takes a big big step in the right direction now obviously that's not the easiest thing in the world to do but there it is. They have a clear means for improvement from this week to next week. Um, the last statement I have for you guys before we get some injury updates is the roster on the field didn't look as talented as you might want, but Wilson's top receiver, Jerry Judy, was not in this game. Hopefully he'll be back next week. We'll all keep our fingers crossed. The cornerback, the, the, the cornerback two situation, not great. Damari Mathis, he did get cooked this game. But Riley Moss is still out with injury. It might be the answer for the cornerback two problem that this defense has. And the Greg Dulcich injury really hurt them. Um, if the Broncos and Savion Troutman um, not be able to get that first down, if Greg Dulcich is catching that pass late in the game, he probably gets that first down. The Broncos just need a little bit more speed. They really only have one athletic and playmaking tight end. They had Alberto, but... Uh, not anymore, that's for sure. So, I mean, guys, overall, this looked like an improved team. From a coaching standpoint, from a offensive standpoint, from a um, 
offensive line standpoint, obviously the defense needs to pick those penalties in. The pass rush actually needs to get the freaking pass rush. But at the end of the day, the Broncos have a lot to improve off of and a lot to work on. But there's a lot of bright spots on this team. So I was feeling a lot worse about the Broncos last year. They did. I mean, once again, they lost the opening game 17-16. But the team that lost 17-16 last year looked a lot worse than this team that lost 17-16. Now, you could be a Debbie Downer and still be like, all right, it's still a loss. They still look bad. Tank. And we see those accounts on Twitter. I don't know, man. I have a little, a little comment. It's week one. Let's not throw in the towel week one. Week three. All right, maybe we can get close. But week one, nah. Nah. Come on, guys. Let's have a little faith. Let, let, let's let's try to have a little hope, a little optimism. Um, let's let's be happy about watching football, even though it's hard. Let's do our best. All right. And before we sign off here, just a couple injury updates. Of course, the news on Caden Cerns is that he will be missing the remainder of the season with a torn patellar tendon. Um, he tore this early in the game, was carted off the field, and I feel really, really bad for him. So thoughts with you, Caden. Um, Say your prayers, Broncos country. Hopefully he comes back better than ever next season. Um, and as of right now, there, on the, uh, as of recording, there is no word on the extent of Greg Dulcich's hamstring injury. Now, of course, he missed the first five and last two games last season with a hamstring injury. So let's hope he doesn't miss an extended period, amount of time with this like he did last season. But with that being said, my name has been Ross. This has been another edition of Horse Tracks in Broncos country. I'm here to tell you, don't freak out. At least hold on for another couple weeks. And then we can freak out if we need to. But as of now, let's be all right. So I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. Really appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, of course, keep your eyes open for that Broncos film review on Mike McGlinchey against the Raiders. Um, follow us on social media at Mile High Report on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Of course, I'm a little partial to the Instagram since I run that. So go find yours truly there. I uh, really appreciate all the feedback and all the uh, the comments. And I look through everything, you guys. And feel free to DM us if you have anything, too. Um, make sure to find all of our awesome daily articles, bunch um, every single day, keep you up to date on the latest and greatest Broncos news. Go on over to milehighreport.com. If you haven't um, followed us on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to, go ahead and do that now. Um, or if you're uh, watching this on YouTube, feel, ahead, uh, feel free, please go ahead, like, and subscribe as well. But I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Your support means everything. Um, God bless you guys and go uh, have a positive, positive impact on uh, someone around you this week. See you guys next time. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 